Ladies and gentlemen, this is the audio replay of the Driveway Liberty Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. Sorry about the delay on us getting started here. Sorry about the Dan and West Liberty uh, intro theme, which I failed to uh, replace this week because we do have Travis in the driveway and this is the Driveway Liberty Podcast. I am your Uncle West, man, and it's been a crazy week, guys. Uh, I'm sitting here with my good friends, Travis and Dan, and we got a lot to talk about. How you fellas doing? Just uh, nursing a, a little bit of a, a little cold. Yeah, <laughs> had same. It since like Saturday. Same. Just hanging on. I know. I was ready to drink Saturday in both of you. <laughs> I know. It's like... Travis is like, uh, anybody feel like drinking in the driveway on uh, a fire? And I'm like, I feel like shit. Dude, I'll tell you what. I was uh, – all right, so we played at Reds Friday night. And I lost my voice like the last two songs. And um, I, I was already feeling like shit before we got to Reds. I, I mean, I just felt awful. But I took some Advil and toughed it through. But Saturday morning rolled around. I didn't want to leave the house. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I was I was a bachelor all weekend because it was Nana's big 80th birthday bash that everybody surprised her. I had to kind of stay home and keep an eye on the puppies, and uh, I pretty much just didn't leave the house most of the weekend. I went out Friday night and saw you, and yeah. left a little earlier than I normally would have. I mean, I stayed till like 10 o'clock. I guess we're not on YouTube. Okay. You well, no YouTube yet anymore? Well, I am wearing a disguise on the off chance we talk, having to hit local politics tonight, so <laughs> people won't recognize me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but, but you are a grown ass man. I am a grown ass man. Hey, so real quick, uh, really good friend of the podcast, Dan Curry. Uh, just want I'm, I'm doubt Dan's watching, but uh, we want Dan to know we're thanking and praying for his daughter was in a bad car wreck. I yeah. guess in the last week. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it was definitely a sad thing, and that's definitely a dangerous interchange. Yeah, it's not really an intersection per se, but um, man, it it's kind of kind of scary, and it, man, it's just it it's you know they're they're too busy building golf courses. Sorry, dude, I'm bringing it local. <laughs> they're too busy spending money on things they shouldn't be spending money on when they should be taking care of stuff like that even even though that's state highways right there what the fuck are you doing it's like two weeks in a row uh, i mean you know there's i mean it's state highways so you know f dot i guess should be looking at the safety factor there but well again i just want to bring that up dan dan's good dude we like dan uh very active locally in politics which we won't be commenting on further right but, uh so just Dan, if you're listening or somebody's listening, let Dan know that he's that his daughter's in our thoughts and prayers. So Right. Yeah, I guess she's uh out of the woods. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she had a couple of surgeries and had an emergency surgery, but yep. everything seems to be uh heading in the right direction now. Agreed. It's a pretty yeah. nasty nasty wreck. Yeah, the look of that car was I mean, the young lady just ba- just got out of college, man. Got the job uh, teaching school, and and that was about the last thing on earth I needed to see because my daughter got her driver's license yesterday, and yeah. I believe for the first time in our marriage, my wife had to like 
talk me off the anxiety emotional ledge. <laughs> so, oh, old Travis was struggling with that. So, I think the last thing my wife texted me was, "Just don't cry in front of her, please." I'm like, yep. Shut up. You do that all the time. Why can't I? John Nash says that you guys are hard to hear. You may need to move your your cameras a little closer, and um, so they can they can hear you pretty. Is that well. better, John? Hello, check, check, mic, check. Test. Sounds good. So, I just need to talk louder. No, that's no. not. <laughs> not we at just all. Need to adjust the camera. Not at all. We need to adjust the camera. All right. That's it. Just get a little closer and use your normal tone of voice. Yeah, well, that is my normal tone of voice. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, we want to thank you in advance uh, for sharing the broadcast with your friends and family, and um, you know, keep in mind this is not safe for. You know, for your kids to watch because we use, you know, adult language and probably your grandma. Say for my kids. They hear it every day. <laughs> yeah, they do. So, I think we're like, maybe like 1938 level of about to start a world war. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like right there, dude. Man, it's, it's scary. Gross. I just... I, if I had a teenage son like Dan, I it he would not be fighting that war. No. I'll, I'll put it that way. Well, he's not going to. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling the Steve Steve Dace card. You hear what he said? I, oh yeah, I did hear that. I mean, it just it, yeah. I you know I I really try to piece it together <clears throat> of how these people can be just so enamored with war and death and right. I, I just don't i don't understand it I, I i don't get it we try to act like we're these more civilized humans and oh you know sean connery said 40 years ago that you know every now and then a woman needs a nice little slap across the face get her you know get her head right and oh god and we act like we're so much better and we're you know evolved as a people and yet like these people they just want innocent poor people to die it's not. It's not Hunter Biden that's going to go fight that. It's not Vladimir Putin's sons. No. It's not Zelensky's sons. It's going to be poor kids that are patriotic and want to go to college for free. Yeah. And that go fight these wars and end up dying, and mm -hmm. and it's sick and it's disgusting. And then the ones that survive end up fucked up for the rest of their life. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's it's there's a nobility in fighting an honorable war, and and being a warrior. And and going and fighting for something worth fighting for. But what we're jumping into right here is none of our concern. It's none of our business. And it's not worth fighting for. And and, and make no mistake, we we are in it. Well, Did and, you hear what Biden said? Well, hey, oh, hold on. Uh, our very first president, George Washington, in his farewell address, one of his key points was that the country stays out of Europe's wars. And well, I think he called it European entanglements. Right. I, and since World War One, we've decided to get back into this nonsense, and our country's just declined since then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just, I, it, it's so disgusting. Yeah, and they'll they'll sit there and say that that we're not at war with Russia, yet we're completely funding a war with Russia, and. Based on the speech that Biden gave to the whatever troops were in Poland, I don't know how many American troops were there, 
but he basically said we're, we're not going to allow Putin to do what he's doing. Like we, it wasn't right. It wasn't Ukraine. It, it was we. Yeah. The entire speech was, we're going to whip his ass. One of the things, which basically, like the whole, I took the whole speech as, okay, we're at war with Russia. And no offense to Dan, but boomers just have this hard on to go to war with Russia. I don't have a hard on to go to war with Russia. You fucking kidding me? I'm just saying in general. Like, and I get it, like the Cold War and all that stuff and the Soviet Union, but this isn't the Soviet Union. No. No, it's not. Like, I I don't know how many times we talked about a year ago when Russia invaded. If you want to sanction Russia, you want to, you want to bankrupt them in eh, two weeks, like literally start drilling for every piece of petroleum and liquid natural gas you can find. That's the way that you do it. Yeah. And start planting wheat, corn, and soybeans as far as the eye can see across the fruited plant. Well, not in Ohio. Not in Ohio. Not in, well, no. yeah, yeah. You're going to kill generations of people with that shit. That's Ohio. true. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and nobody will do that. Like, we just keep dumping money. And, and well, on- it's because it's not their money. It's, it's literally just money they're creating out of thin air, which is just devaluing everything that we have. Right. Which devalues you as a human because you are worth what your work will provide. And so that dollar is worth less. Yeah. You know, one of the things I had a meeting with a customer today and they said, hey, you know, we we've looked at our menu prices versus the last time we printed and the food hasn't really gone up that much. As a matter of fact, we think overall it's probably gone down a smidge. I said, yeah, I'd probably agree with that. They said, but we have to raise our menu prices significantly to cover the extra labor cost, the extra energy cost, like quite literally Everything sure else, mm-hmm. you know, so, so a food price is, has leveled out some, but you know, at the cost of everything else is because we just print trillions and trillions. Of, I mean, like we're, we're, we're $32 trillion in debt. And we're, we're, we're exponentially negatively impacting mm-hmm. us because not only is the cost of everything going up, but the value of the money that we already have is going down. Right. So it's like a negative integer. It's freaking doubling well, down on John Nash. Made, well, let's talk about Kevin's uh, comment real quick. Kevin Rowley, he said, speaking as a retired military veteran, it simply doesn't mean what I once thought it meant. You know, I, 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 I think I've said on the cast before, um, dude, I was totally sold out on America's police force. I mean, the world's police force and, and making sure that everything goes in our favor and, and and entering and having a say-so in certain things. But the, the last 10 or so years, man, I've really backed off of that. John Nash says that Biden's provoking Putin. Well, Biden's just oh, trying yeah. to screw everything up. I mean, you know, he's started with the economy. He started with the, with everything in our daily lives here domestically, and now he's going on the foreign soil and trying to screw up our lives. Well, they, they, they created the, the Russian boogeyman made him much bigger than he is to to trash Trump. Right. To get rid of Trump. They're in the whole that whole Trump Russia garbage. And they made Russia into this giant they made Russia seem like they're still the Soviet Union. Right. This big giant monster right. that is a huge threat. That's attempting to expand communism through to and every corner not. in the I nation. mean they have nuclear weapons, don't get me wrong. Right. But they're they're nothing like 
the strength that they used to have. If nothing else, our policies over the last few years have have strengthened them. Oh, absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. When when Europe decided they were going to get their natural gas from Russia, when yeah. Trump tried to go in there and say, hey, listen, we'll sell it to you. You don't need to get anything from them. So so let, let's I, I want to go back and let's start. Uh, I've got an article. So in 1970, was it two, one, two that Richard, uh, Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard? Uh, yeah. Now, theoretically, the dollar should have crashed at that point. Well, why did it not crash at that point? Well, basically because Saudi Arabia at that point and still the world's largest oil producer, we went to Saudi Arabia and said, hey, we'll sell you all the arms and anything you'll ever need at a discount, right? But you can only sell your oil in dollar. That's the invention of the petrodollar, right. which is why the dollar did not crash because to buy and sell oil from Saudi Arabia, the world's largest oil producer – you had to pay in dollars. So you had to constantly transfer your, so it, it propped up the dollar. It's been right. propped up for 50 years. All right. And, and, you know, I, a lot of economists, the Austrians especially will call it the petrodollar. Right. Right. And that's how we've been able to run up $32 trillion of debt. And I get it. There's been inflation, but it, it, it hasn't been the, it hasn't been the negative impact. It, it hasn't really been should. the the crash that say a, a Ron Paul or, you know, some of the more Austrian economists would have predicted at that point only because our military and the petrodollar. Right. Well, now this was, uh, actually January 18th and, um, let's see here. Um, let me read this. Crucial to dethroning the U.S. dollar would be the removal of its use for buying and selling oil, a system that has been in place since the 1970s in the U.S. promised Saudi Kingdom, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, so basically what's going on is uh, the Saudis have gone to Russia and China and said, yeah, we probably won't require you to pay us in the U.S. dollar anymore. Right. Yeah, Russia's paying everything in rubles now. Right. So which now, strengthens their currency, which yeah. strength. Yeah, exactly. So, so if you want Russian oil and gas, you have to convert to the ruble and Russia's buying a bunch of gold. Like it, it's so it's not just the war machine. Like it, we're, we're talking like almost complete societal collapse <clears throat> and Venezuelan style hyperinflation where you get billion dollar bills floating around. And you can't help but think it's all on purpose, especially given the train derailments and the, What's that? Vinyl chloride? What is that? The, yeah, the vinyl chloride. I mean, you know, holy shit. So you were too focused on Brahms Lullaby to not listen to the content of the video we played uh, the other last last week. What, well, dude? I was, <laughs> I was, man. So, and so, the the, the crash of the U.S. dollar that do, doesn't just impact us. I mean, it impacts lots of countries around the world as well. That that that's their reserve currency, mm -hmm. right? So, and, and if we see that kind of crash, you know what happens? Poor people die. Yeah. Yes. But they don't care. Like, like ev everything they're doing from the jab to Ukraine to, you know, just printing money to all this shit just leads to more death. Yep. It's like a death cult. It leads cult. to pretty much evening out. Depopulation. Yeah. Depopulation and evening out the countries in the world. To get them pretty close to the same level so that we can institute a digital currency and a an umbrella type 
worldwide government. Right. An EU style, I've been saying this for years now, an EU style government. They don't want to destroy America, but they want to bring America down to the same level as any other country. They just yeah. want everybody kind of the same. Sounds like our education yeah, system. Yeah, but that to me that's dumb because the reason... Oh, hell yeah, it's dumb. Look, it, America proved in World War II, it, basically the only reason uh, the Allies or, or the what, Axis of Evil or whatever the hell they called them, the Germany didn't win or Japan was because we stepped in. And right. Russia. The, 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 Russia, you know, did quite well yeah, as well. But, I mean, Russia was going to stay out of it until Hitler invaded. Yeah. And then, so, like, we, we proved at that point that after World War One and World War Two, we basically stepped in within a few years, had that thing ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. Well, this is the best military on earth. Like, it was clear after the 40s right right and then well hell all of europe's bombed to hell and back yeah you know who's not and you know who's got lots of natural resources we do we do Mm -hmm. and so the u.s economy just takes off it it had it really had nothing to do with fdr and in any economics book or history book that says we got out of the great depression because of world war ii or fdr and on top of that we created the soviet union during that process right in the war and we created them what we gave them. Yeah, we allowed them. We allowed them. We allowed, we, yeah. Okay. You know, and so, so it, and and at that point, and and so now we've had eighty years of, a pretty much complete military superiority, complete economic superiority, complete. I mean, a cultural superiority. I mean, we, you know, what was the old saying about the Soviet Union? The Soviet Union fell because of blue jeans, or you know, some yeah. some kind of comment like that. Yeah. And. And what we and, and it's partly our fault we keep electing these people and we'll hold them accountable. Like they just want to piss it all away. Yeah. For their own personal gain or for some Malthusian, like, hey, there's too many people on earth, the earth can't handle this many people. I like it I, I it, it's sickening and I, I don't even know like if if I heard the first trumpet or the first scroll open in Revelation two I'd probably get up, get up and start high-fiving you guys. Like, yeah. Well, it, there are people <laughs> out there, my mom included, that believe that the first trumpet has basically been set. There are certain levels of revelation uh, prophecy that are that have that have occurred, like the red cow going to the Holy Land, and you know, stuff like so, that. So, I mean, you know, it, I, I just I, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand how our country and the leadership of this country have gotten to like, <laughs> we talk about the military industrial complex and, and we act like it's just this conglomerate, nameless, faceless, but th- those are people mm-hmm. in that, that are lobbying for all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they know it's death. Yeah. It's not their death. Well, yeah. And it's not their kid's death. Yeah. But I, how, how can you, like I, I, I couldn't because go they, do that. They don't care about people. They care about money and power. I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I think it, I, I right. So if we want to get conspiratorial, I think the climate activists and those pushing for it are behind a lot of this. Obviously, if they want depopulation, they want population control. And they, we are the big Satan when it comes to climate control, apparently. 
That's well, the word on the street. Make sense Even though China is the largest polluter on India. the planet. Yeah. China, China and India pollute more than every other country and on they've got, combined. They've got never asked 60% of the world's back. population sitting right. I mean, well, 30% of the world's population in those two countries. I mean, it's... But we are the big Satan because we're the industrialized first world, uh, you know, superpower, and we should be doing more for it. So what the what you know there's this conspiratorial just throwing that out there not saying i necessarily believe this but i'm starting to these uh this climate change cabal is out there soros and his friends and all of that and they are impacting they're trying to rush this shit along well i i think it's that i think climate change is the tool and the malthusian ethics of Thomas Malthus basically wrote a book that how, and I think this was the 1890s or something, that the earth was already overpopulated. There was not going to be enough resources. And, you know, if we had to slow population down, growth down, like the earth just couldn't handle it. We were going to destroy the earth. Well, now you get 130 years later and it looks like climate change activists. You know, I mean, that, that, that's basically what they're saying is, is there, there, there's too many people, we're consuming too many resources. I could probably agree with that. But the, the earth doesn't seem to be going away. Like, we haven't run out of oil. I was told in the 80s we're going to run out of oil. You know, I was told that only there was only so many dinosaurs that died because this is a fossil fuel. Right. Like, it, it's, it, and none of this stuff has come true, and they keep pushing it because and pushing it's not it and pushing true. it. Yeah, it's not true. It, it's a renewable resource. I agree. I the earth replenishes itself. Everything we try, everything we've negatively impacted it, it it writes itself. And it writes itself sometimes through catastrophic events. Yeah. yeah. We, did, we didn't have any acid rain until <laughs> East Palestine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's man. Look, any, up, any, John G? any day now, the article's coming. Oh, yeah, it's coming. So, somebody's going to write, like, we've been warning for acid rain for 40 years. Like, okay, man. Yeah, here it is. Kevin Kevin says, uh, careful saying cultural superiority. That is something we are at the forefront of destroying these days. You're 100% right. But we're, he was referring to. Well, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when the American, you know, outside of the, the, the British rock bands, but, you know, <laughs> Michael Jackson <clears throat> was the biggest pop star on earth. Yeah. Elvis. Uh, you know, and you're talking the American yeah. movies just all over the world. Like our yeah. culture was everywhere rocky yeah. was whipping ass all over the world exactly yeah you know you had coming to america that was clint eastwood pro- john wayne i mean yeah you know i mean and and that was that that was our our culture dominated not that we were better it was just it was propagated all over the world yeah absolutely well, it was cool yeah we we're having fun uh-huh yeah we were as a country we we're having a good time we we're making yeah. good movies we were fighting communism cool clothes yeah, man, I had some parachute pants and a members-only jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any? Uh, what was the damn Reno pants? The Zubas? No. Z- Zubies? Oh, no. Yo, yeah. The zebra pants. The, uh, like Z. Yeah. They had uniforms, freaking for one game. Did with they? Those. It was horrible. Right. I said, please never do that again. No. Look, I, I I gotta say, I was a child of the '90s, and I was twelve or thirteen when Crisscross came out with Jump. You know, they wore yeah. their clothes backwards. Mm-hmm. And I wore that to a skating ring one Friday night. That was the only time because that was the most uncomfortable. I had to pee real bad. That was, it was. It was a pain in the ass. It was. Yeah. yeah it was. But, but yeah. I did wear my clothes backwards one time. 
shit, I had jam shorts and checkerboard. Well, of course, the van checkerboards are popular again now, but, um, you know, I had. But that's where we were. And when was the last time we got a good original movie? Oh, it's been a minute. I mean, I would say since the end of of, uh, the first, the MCU, the first, I mean, Endgame. Shit, all, all the stars in these shows are British. Stephen Burnett, you hadn't seen me wear a jacket since I've lived in Florida. I don't know what you're talking about, buddy. Uh, <laughs> he said he saw me with a members-only jacket last week. I don't. I, the members-only jacket were quite functional. I gotta say. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Hello. Hey. I don't know who we that got person some is. Fans. Oh, they beeping at the lady with the dog. Oh. Well. Um. Yeah. The uh. It's uh. It, we'll pretend it was a fan. Yeah. Hey, everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, man, it it it's amazing to me that just in the last forty years, how our mindset has changed from such great pride in what we're doing. Because if you think about it, in the history of this world, there's no other culture, if we want to use that word. Europeans like to say we don't have culture. But there is no other society that has lifted more people out of poverty than the United States. Absolutely. Of mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and and the good that this country was founded on and the good that this country has done, for some reason, we, we just we can't can't focus on it anymore for all these dumb college reasons. And I, I think it's Steve Dace or somebody says this will be the first, M, you know, basically world dominating empire that's ever failed just due to inaction right just due to people like ah well you know as long as the as long as the nfl is still on as long as my college football as long as netflix stays as long as the wi-fi is on guys i, I don't want to get i don't want to get too far out there you know and and well you you've said it many times until we're uncomfortable n- nothing's going to change right yeah we well, we it's like the in opiate, reality, opiate of the masses. There's there's a few of us that are activists that are out there sounding the alarm and talking about these things. But you could you could go to a South Walton football game or a baseball game and start asking people in the crowd some of these things, and most of them won't know what the fuck you're talking about. They won't have a clue because it doesn't impact them. However, at all. if you want to know about the new episode of Yellowstone. Ninety-five percent of the people in that crowd. Oh hell yeah! Could give you a, a minute by minute breakdown, right? I apologize for the coughing, everybody. It's so you know, and it's it, it's it's sad that we're at this place. You know, I, I do. It's kind of one of those things like every man's chosen for such a time, so maybe we're chosen to go fight this and, and try to rectify it. Yeah, you know. But to me, the rot is so deep. I I don't even know where to start. I mean, we we could. We could sit here for 12 hours and just come up with cultural institutions, societal institutions. I mean, like, we probably hadn't even talked about schools in God knows how long, you know, but it's a You could literally talk about anything government-related, school-related, societal-related. Entertainment-related, especially Hollywood, entertainment. It's all literally geared to negatively impact us yeah yeah it's all geared for that I, look I, the the push to not have kids 
Like the the only job, like the, the, the there's never been a single white-tailed deer to ever roam the face of this earth that stopped and thought, you know, there's a little too many of us, so I'm not gonna go over and chase those does. Come the rut, I'm gonna try to help manage the population. No, I'm go find a guy in an orange vest. Yeah. and let him his go. only job on earth is, is to, to eat and make babies and keep the species alive. Mm -hmm. And and we've lost that. Like we're actively discouraging that. Well, yeah. th think about this: during the COVID lockdowns, they made sure that liquor stores were still open. Yep, churches were closed. They you wanted know, you numb. My, they wanted you entertained and not paying attention. We were all drinking at eleven o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah, I wasn't, but I was actually working. But uh, the great majority of people were sure. Yeah, and they didn't want you engaged they 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 don't want us engaged they never want us engaged anytime people like us and other independent media outlets get engaged they do everything they can to shut it down absolutely because engaged people infringe on their power right, right. and that's what this is all about well, and it and it's a bunch of pieces working independently that are moving towards well and and the a, and the a, thing a, that, that goal Look, we we talk a lot, and I think we had a show a few weeks ago that we called the Ron DeSantis fanboy hour, right? Yeah. Now, I, I sure he he's doing phenomenal things, and is currently the leader by a long shot in the clubhouse to get my vote if he decides to run for president. Yeah. However, if he did not have the support of the people in Florida to a get elected in the first place, right? B win by a landslide margin, which was not twenty percent. Okay, not twenty. Uh, then w would he be able to do these things? Maybe I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but people supported. People got engaged. People got activated, and that's when things change. Yep. Hey, John G. We would love to talk about local politics, but we can't. If you didn't see last week's live stream, or it was just Dan and I, that will explain it. It's also available in the audio form out there you can check it out but uh, because it's travis's position until we're able to do this full time we can't discuss local stuff while travis is on the air but listen there is good news what you got it's time for beer reviews mm -hmm. there you go it is time for beer reviews i did I, man i hadn't got the music on the live stream yet no we'll get it there beer reviews. all right well i'll go first yep because I forgot to grab a beer out of Dan's fridge. So I'm currently drinking. And I had a few, I, I will say Sunday I imbibed a little heavy. Right. Uh, my wife's favorite band was at a place down in Grayton Beach. And we showed up for brunch. And then. What you talking about? I wasn't playing in Grayton Beach Sunday. Like I said, I, I, I said it correctly. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I can tell by the way she ignored me. <laughs> Didn't even post about me last night at Blue Mabel. So. But. Uh. uh so I imbibed quite heavily. I was drinking a bunch of truck stop honeys, uh, so that was good. Oh yeah, those will get uh, you. And then I had a couple last night, which I don't typically drink on Tuesdays. So I've got a the Gatorade <laughs> Propel, the kiwi strawberry flavor. Oh, That's what okay. I'm drinking currently. So. All right, there you go. Apple. Yeah. Well, hopefully, sure. <laughs> uh, Dan, you still got hair on yours. Uh, what do you What you drinking over here? Well, I brought a unique beer. <laughs> Uniqued up on it. <laughs> unique. 
and it's called Yingling. There you go. <laughs> Not unique. Well, I tell you it's what, I, I'm, I'm going a little light tonight um, because we 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 play we had Mardi Gras yesterday at, at Blue Mabel, and if you weren't there, you missed a really good time. Um, and s the last set, there were people that kept buying the band shots, so I feel absolutely awful today um, because I I, I was in the band. Fat Tuesday, yeah. So I, I'm drinking Miller Lite. <laughs> wait, wait. So today's the first official. Day. Different than any. Today's the first official day of Lent. Yes. Okay. Day. Did, did, did you go to mass? No. God, you're a heathen, right? I am. I, am. I, I didn't go either. But all right. So I'm if you not, had, if I'm you, not Catholic, so I didn't yeah, go. If you yeah. had to give up something for Lent, what would you give up? Mm. Lent. I'd give up Lent for Lent. Okay. I don't. I don't participate. You're such a heathen, dude. I, right? I give up. I give up temporarily quitting on stuff for Lent this year. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up okay. gardening this year. I think you gave it up a year, a long, long time ago. Every, uh, this, will, this will be the first year I won't have some kind of health problem because I'm not gardening. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna go plant a couple plants just to is check. Not necessarily causation. I'm gonna go plant a couple things yeah. in there just to see. I, I'd actually call in my bookie right now to make a bet on that. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you're Dan and you, you so have an exciting news. What you got? Also, our our guest for the audio cast just got here, the one and only Dr. John Ward. Yep, our unpaid medical advisor. Unpaid yep. medical advisor, senior medical advisor. You right. just got to double your salary to be the senior medical advisor. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so you got to check the audio cast out. Comes out next week. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure it'll be spicy. Hope we get another media matter media matters hit piece. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All so, in favor of that. So. What else you got over there, Daniel? Told you, I don't have much. Mm. What I about this guy that nobody's really never heard of that's announced that he's running for president? Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy? Yeah. Is that how you say his name? It yeah, is. Yeah, so you sent it out, I think, Travis, this yeah. morning. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, look, I, I, he's it gotten popular the last couple of years, just kind of like – He's it, a good and speaker. He, and he's a, he's a financial guy, mm -hmm. I think, and a tech guy. Biotech is where he makes yeah. money. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I, 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 what he said was good, right? It's a good it's a, a good opening, all that. You know, if I had to guess, he's probably running to eventually try to get a cabinet nomination. A lot of times, like, when you see people running that you're like, there's no way that person could win. But I got to be honest with you, if his economic policies, if it pushes whoever the nominee eventually is the right way and forces them like that that's that's who we need in the primaries is people that are going to force the front runners of santis and trump into the right lanes yeah and that's what i was t wes and i were talking about this earlier and that's like if that guy's going to bring something to the table it's going to be getting those two to talk about the important things as opposed but to but in his message his announcement he came out against woke culture being being religions of the left and and, and all of that and and how that is actually having a negative impact on our society. He was dead on in that announcement. Yeah, I, look, I, the, well, one of the things the few times I've heard him, whether it be on Tucker or you know just clips I've seen on Twitter, is he, you know, in Trump in 2016 was brilliant in that people he knew immigration was a big deal, right? So yeah. he started saying build the wall. Right, and he sure. and he just he latched onto these things that the people cared about because he just had that instinct. Sure, and I think Ramaswamy has that. 
I think he kind of he he he's taking the temperature of you know Republicans and independents and saying, mm, okay, here's the direction we got to go. Right, right. So I I and you know one of the things you know decoupling decoupling from China he mentioned, you know I mean like he, he's spot on with all of that. I don't you know and I hope that his message either forces people into the right lane or it it just changes their message changes their mind oh you, you know what i'm saying like yeah, even if trump had not yeah. been the nominee like let's say cruz wins in 16 the the primary cruz is going to have to be tough on immigration mm-hmm. there's no way after build the wall and all that stuff stuff that the republican nominee was going to be able to be soft on immigration all right yeah <laughs> And so Trump changed the whole complexion of that, no matter if he had won or not. Now, of course, sure. he did, right? Well, and that's the beauty of the primary system is you get you get these ideas in, and and even when Ross Perot ran against Clinton and Bush and and you know Bush, Bush Senior, what Ross Perot did is he came in with some good ideas. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he forced Clinton, Clinton to be fiscally he, almost cons- well. It would be super fiscally conservative compared to most Republicans Clinton, these days. <laughs> Clinton had adapted those ideas, and then the contract with America came, and then Clinton adapted those ideas. Yeah. So a smart politician will hold his finger up a little bit and say, "Okay, this is what's resonating. If I want this office, this is what I'm going to do." Yeah, I mean, Bill Clinton stood up in State of the Union and said, "The era of big government's over." Yeah, Bill Clinton said that. You know, and so, and and that was because of Ross Perot. That was because of the contract with America. They they forced him into that lane. If he wanted to be successful, right? Part of the reason Hillary just from you know because she was pushing the whole you know socialized medicine stuff, mm-hmm. and it was almost a detriment. They had to run away from it. You know, and that's partly why she could never get elected to anything besides senator in New York. And based off how New York elections are run, maybe it was fair. Yeah. Maybe it was. You don't know the uh, an, another good thing about that. All right, so I, all right, just fun topic. What do you think Trump's nickname is going to be for this guy? Is he going to play on his name? Is he going to be racist <laughs> because of his skin tone? It, what? What? I, I, don't, I doubt it. I mean, what's he? How, what's he going to use to pick on this guy? Because this guy's going to gain momentum if he keeps getting these messages out. Well, you know, he he said all the right things, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's it's really not hard to write a speech for a for a conservative right now. I mean, there's a lot of low hanging <laughs> no, no, fruit out there right? that you could write a speech for. <laughs> John well, 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 don't say that. <laughs> don't not, say that. And, and, I, and I think the biggest in 2016, there was no clear front runner for the Republicans. The, this time around, there's two clear front runners. Right. And yeah. to and to unseat and both of them have records this time. Right. Yes. Right. Even Ted Cruz was relatively new senator. Yeah. You know, so like it's I, I, I somebody's going to I mean, like it, it, I would say almost borderline antichrist level of uh, convincibility to be able to unseat one of those two. Right. Yeah, and at this point, I think you're you're probably going to see unless there's some huge headway in this guy's campaign, you're probably just going to see him be ignored. You think so? Yeah. I don't, because I, I, I think I if he know. gets I, even look, the, my, the, the smallest amount of momentum, Trump's going to immediately attack him. Like 
DeSantis the, hasn't even the, announced. But the things and that Trump's he is already attacking about, him. The things that he is talking about, both Trump and DeSantis already have somewhat of a record on. Sure. That they've done while they're in sure. office. Sure. So, okay. You don't, you don't have, I, I, I don't I, think DeSantis is going to attack him because that's not in his nature. No, he, he'll make a, I don't he'll think make anybody's going to. Oh, dude, you, no, Trump's going after him just like he did everybody right. on that stage in those original no, primary there was a dates. a lot of people on that stage. He just had a. Dude, a, he a had a nickname, nickname for, for everybody. Yeah, but I, I, I think Trump, it's going to be Trump and DeSantis and Trump's going to ruin himself by trashing DeSantis. Look, that 2016 campaign. There were six, uh, 16 people. Yeah, well, it was 16 people, A. Well, they had and, the kids' and, table debates for the ones yeah, who weren't rated. Well, you know. and, then, and then, like, nobody was a clear front runner. Nobody was saying any – I mean, Cruz was probably the closest. Rand Paul was close, maybe. Little Marco. But but nobody was saying the things Jeb that – Jeb Bush had the name, but he had nothing behind it. Yeah, he's just low energy. Yeah. Um, oh, that's his nickname too. <laughs> uh, which was true. So this this may be something that we talk about Doctor with Doctor Ward when we do the audio cast. But um, so, uh, Kevin just sent me a message. Um, there's a petition. There's a petition that seeks to release a pregnant Florida inmate, saying the fetus has received inadequate care. Um, she's been, she's pregnant for eight months. Uh, she's eight months pregnant, I guess I should say. And there, there's a petition to release her because she's pregnant. Now, I don't know how long she's been in jail. She's, uh, she was charged with second degree murder in August of last year. Yeah. To keep her in jail. So what's the math on that? She got pregnant about the time her trial was going on. Right? Uh, sure. Is that about right? Mm-hmm. That's about mm-hmm. six, seven months. Well, maybe maybe a month before her trial started. She was obviously arrested before she got pregnant. Um, but they're saying that the, the 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 I know I'm changing gears on you guys, but I thought this was well, kind of interesting. That's kind of what we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're saying that she the, the prenatal care is is inadequate. Now I don't know anything about the prison uh, uh, health care system in Florida. Or any other state, for that matter. But I would imagine that, I, it, based on what I've seen, prisoners get better health care than a lot of lot well, of I'm looking folks. at, Kevin just commented, said they are claiming she has to be released because the fetus hasn't been charged with a crime. That's an And idea. you know what? I completely agree right? that that is a fully formed person. And so now I think that gives us the grounds to go make a heartbeat abortion bill. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll release this one prisoner and we'll uh, outlaw abortions after heartbeat. But once you release that one prisoner, you're going to have every every female prisoner in the prison system having sex with a guard to be able to uh, to get out of jail. So you can't really set that precedent. But what you can do is say, as soon as that baby's born, we recognize that it's living. And, yes, it's that 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 baby did not commit a crime. But you are the mother, and you have to carry that right. baby to full term. Yeah, we will release the baby as soon as it's born. Yeah, you can't interrupt the natural natural process, but when that person enters, exits the womb and enters uh, our world, uh, then you uh, 
you get them to hopefully there's family that can that can take the child. But yeah. Oh, Kevin, the, the left is filled with hypocritical stances. Oh, yeah. Well, dude. I mean, I mean and, you know, look. So my my point in that is is let, let's maybe we don't release her, but you know, if a judge was to find like, oh, okay, well, you know, that person hasn't committed a crime, that person shouldn't be in jail. Well, okay, well now we've now we've admitted. You know the the court system has admitted that that's a person, right? Well, it, it, well, they've well, already, well, well, now we get to roll it all the way back. Okay, well, when does it become a person? We have the argument we should have had fifty years ago with Roe v. Wade, right? Which was, you know, I, I'm a conception but, guy. But there's already precedent with that, where if you kill a pregnant woman, right, you get charged with a double homicide, right? right? Well, that was pre the Dobbs decision, where states had their own the state. You know, it was U.S. So well, that I, was I, per I state. You're right. That wasn't in every state. You're yes, right. but so. So, I mean, this sounds like a fight. I'm willing to go fight. Like, we leave her in jail, let adopt the kid out. Yep. To a good God-fearing family. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and say, yep, that's a person, and it was a person since the heartbeat started. And uh, there, there you, you go. go. So Absolutely. See, there's ways to win these arguments and get what we want. Take their dumb idiocy. It, 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 whatever. Idiocy. Idiocy. There you go. <laughs> And and turn around and get what you want out and, of it. And uh, Mark Hines brings up a great comment. Uh, so why not castrate all severe criminals? I mean, I'm, I don't know that I'm mad about that. I mean, if you've been proven to commit a sex crime, I, yeah, you should be castrated as soon as you leave the courthouse. Listen, I'm all for the wood chippers, for the pedophiles. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Well... Mark, if you're in, if you go to California and you got a 12 year old, chemically castrate them all you want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yep. Got wind blowing here. A little wind it's action. Kind yeah. Of nice out. Need a little wind here. Sorry. All right. Yeah, it's it is kind of nice out. It's feeling pretty good out here, yeah, man. That's what. At least it's not cold. Definitely. So, uh, man, we've got, uh, if if you didn't hear already, we're going to have a great audio cast for you next week. We've got Dr. John Ward coming on. We're going to talk about all kinds of medical stuff and other things, too, and his opinions on certain things. Yeah. Um, we'd also like to extend an invitation to anybody who has applied to replace Barker on the county commission. Um, we'd love to have you on the podcast. I mean, like, uh, you, you'd be more than welcome to come on here and make your stance. Obviously, Travis wouldn't be able to be involved with that. I'll um, wear my disguise like I'm wearing a knife. Yeah, he'll wear his disguise. <laughs> and, and we'll just change the name to Tarvis. Nobody will ever But know. if you're seeking the governor's <laughs> uh, a, appointment for the county or the Walton County Commission, we'd love to have you on to uh, to interview well, you and have maybe a Maybe that's what Dr. Ward's here to announce. Maybe. Live in the driveway. Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. I don't know if he I, lives I, I would hope not. I don't think he lives in District no, 3. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. I think he's primed to to, uh, to run against uh, somebody else, though. Um, anyway, maybe we'll get into that in audio cast. You never know. You never know. So, uh, what you got? So, what else you got, Daniel? So, I, I was listening to uh, a show yesterday, I believe it was, where they were talking about the ramifications of this. Uh, not the, not just the derailment, but the decision to quote control burn the chemicals in Ohio and this person, and I, I forget what show it was. I don't have any names to quote or anything like that, 
But basically, the, the the premise behind this person who seemed to know what they were talking about is this this um, this vinyl chloride or hydrogen chloride. I guess it's hydrogen chloride after it's burned up and, and becomes aerosol. Yeah. Okay. That shit doesn't go away. Like it permeates forever. So. As if Ohio wasn't bad enough already. Right. <laughs> Sorry, that's terrible. But I just then, don't understand why said that about those poor people. Greta Thornburg should be losing her damn mind. But they they created... Well, she's too busy selling her book. First of right. all, the train rail caused a pretty serious issue. Sure. But the, the decision to burn it up created a, an ecological disaster that will affect generations in that area. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they might have created a dead zone. I mean, and then that, you got idiot just... politicians going in there taking a tiny little sip of water, like everything's safe now. Well, they're gonna have kids with four fucking legs, two generations down the line. <laughs> remind, I, I mean... remind me to send y'all me in a little bit. <laughs> it, Sorry, I, I, I the, gotta send it to you. Is it the uh, one like it's from uh, that Running Man movie? Not Running Man. No, it's it's Miss Ohio 24. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. But. What what kind of idiocy is it for you to go in, you know, a week or 10 days, whatever it is, after a disaster like that, and you go drink drink the water saying to everybody it's safe when, when it's not safe? Like, they've tested it. It's well, not safe. Luckily for you, Dan, our unpaid medical advisor. He could probably speak on. to that here in a little bit when we do the audio. I was all fired up for some COVID stuff when he comes on. Well, well yeah. we can hit it all. There's, there's plenty. There's plenty. The thing is, Dan, okay. you're always fired up for COVID stuff. Yeah, all right. So I know that we, you know, we were very much in favor of the whole speaker debate and pushing back on McCarthy. Yeah. But I got to say, it hadn't been perfect. But so uh, there's you're starting to see some leaks. So uh, McCarthy released 41,000 hours of January 6th footage to Tucker Carlson. Yes. Yeah. And there started to be a few leaks, and it's bad. Like, it's real bad. Like, cops basically saying, hey, look for this armband. That means they're with us. That, that armband. Everything we believed it was is, yes. is true. Just like every other fucking thing that's happened in the past. 10 years. Yeah. The conspiracy theories are all conspiracy fact. Like all of them. <laughs> right? They're not like, theories any longer. We need new conspiracy theories. Like uh, all, all the ones I liked already came true. Yeah. They're 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 fucking it's like what was the, the, the college school board it's like it's like 77 and nothing. <laughs> yeah, conspiracy yeah. theories 77. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean it's so I, I don't I don't know I mean it's forty one thousand hours of footage so I'm sure you know there's a lot long. to go through yeah. but hopefully next week before our next live stream the they'll Dan will have gone through all I, of it I and think, he can tell yeah, us I will about not it. have gone through all of it I'm gonna trust <laughs> Tucker Carlson to go through all of it well, I well, think they picked the right person well to... and, and Donald Trump Jr. you know released uh, a, a clip that's going around now that came out of that and I mean it's. You know, going back to our conversation about the social contract and when we talked about East Palestine and all that stuff, like it, it, 
the truth shouldn't be this hard. It shouldn't be this hard to find truth. It shouldn't. But you have so many roadblocks to people that are prohibiting the actual truth from getting out. Like what? What? What is the benefit for the government to let's let's not even just say orchestrate it to uh, advance to uh, instigate this? Well, because they created a narrative that Trumps they they needed. A, a final nail in the coffin for Trump. I think that was the directive of it. They wanted to, they've tried so many things to Detroit, destroy Trump through the entire time since he, he, he announced. And then this was the final straw or the final nail in the coffin to keep Trump from ever being a leader in our country again. Because to be honest with you, how does this hurt trump because they blame the whole thing on trump how i mean well, well they, they, well, they impeached the him over it so uh. yeah that was the narrative the whole thing is trump incited this they don't give two shits about what happened a couple no. windows got broken nancy's laptop got stolen like nothing really happened right except for a, an unarmed freaking veteran got shot and yeah, killed well, for no reason a few trump supporters died that day that was they were the only ones yeah yeah then miraculously there was some capital police officers you know and the I didn't say miraculously, of, unfortunately uh got suicided i mean committed suicide or died of a stroke just yeah. think of the amount of probably because they were going to whistleblow this well shit. think about the amount of cultist leftists that they even more solidified behind this narrative of it was an insurrection and Anybody who supports Trump is evil, and they hate America. Well, right? Yeah, I agree. I I also think that maybe I don't know. Maybe there's a little self awareness and like you know, there's a lot of really pissed off people in the country right now, and they got a lot of guns. So maybe we need to make it look like pushing back against your government in any kind of forceful way is so bad that nobody ever thinks about it. Yeah, it's a psychological warfare or psychological operation. And look what they've done to the people who they arrested. No, I I agree. Look, I'll be honest with you. I I hesitated even to go to the DeSantis inauguration. Like, man, if some shit pops off here. They violated every constitutional right that... Yep, those people have as sure. Americans. Well, well, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, when you don't view them as Americans or worthwhile individuals, again, I, 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 I used to call myself a constitutionalist or you know a constitutional conservative or all that. And in, in the Constitution is a piece of paper. It, it it's done very little to slow down government growth. It's done very little to protect my rights. And that and maybe that's our fault. Okay, you know I, I talk about that a lot. Maybe it's somebody else's fault. I, I don't know, but. You know, <clears throat> violating constitutional rights. I mean, you know, I, I I do believe if Thomas Jefferson knew that on the truck that I paid sales tax for when I bought it, that every year I had to go get a piece of metal and a new sticker on it, and then to drive that thing, I had to pay you a certain amount of money every year. Like just th- that kind of nonsense. Like uh, our our ancestors would have shot redcoats over. It. Yeah, sure. And and they did. You know, as as I'm as I'm standing there and I'm thinking about all the taxes I pay for just licenses on my vehicles, on my boat, 
to have this, to have that, plus my property taxes, like just all the money in just local taxes and state taxes that I pay, even though I don't pay any income tax. It's like, holy shit, this is crazy. Yep. Nonsense. Absolutely it is. Well, you know what, guys? Uh, I think it's just about time to call it an evening. And um, because I, you know, we're getting fired up about uh, talking with Dr. John Ward here in a minute. Before we do that, um, another week of not being able to go live on YouTube. You're right. So we're very close to the minimum subscribers for Rumble for us to be Rumble. Able to live yep. on Rumble. So Rumble, young we man. We got a Rumble. few of you out there that are holding out that we need your help. Yep. We need you guys to go and follow us, subscribe on Rumble. So that next week we can go live on Rumble and tell YouTube to go pound sand. Right? Yeah. Pound sand. Eat shit and die. Or that. I guess that's... That's one way to look at it. One way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of ways. (laughs) Sure. I mean, we don't have to list all of them. Yeah. Well... Uh, right. We don't, to to, we, we, we don't need an exhaustive list. We could just go with an abbreviated list. Yeah, we're actually one, one follower away. One follower away. I'm yeah. Doing it right now. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. our unpaid medical advisor. All right, right. Doctor Ward. That, you know what? We're gonna keep you around. You know what? I said double your salary earlier. We're tripling your salary. Right. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, for those of you that may want to add to the numbers, <laughs> I just posted the link um, in the comment thread there. And if you're an individual and you like the show and you want to help support the cash, you can go to patreon.com, Driveway Liberty Podcast, and you can you can sponsor us for as little as five bucks a month. Of course, if you sponsor us for a little bit more, you can actually uh, get some free merch out of it. So do that. We'll give you a shout out on the show. Um, with that being said, guys, man, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. For Travis and Dan, I am your Uncle Wes. We'll see you next time.